cuando hay un talento innegable, uno no se puede resistir, solo puede admirarse y reconocer tal talento. Ese es el caso del episodio de hoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to a new podcast episode of our Puedo Aprender Inglés podcast. We are in our season four. Can you believe that? We're rocking it. And it's really amazing that some of our episodes have reached something like 10,000, 15,000 listens or streams. And that to me is incredible. So before anything else, before even you listen to the story, please know how grateful I am that you take any time out of your day, not only to listen to my stories, but also for yourself, a time apart for yourself to practice and better, whether you're listening for entertainment or for learning, I think it all comes down to expanding your mind and to me that is beautiful. So <laughs> let's get to today's uh, podcast episode. It's all about this book that I was given as a Christmas present a while ago by one of the teachers in my company. And it is a book called The Kite Runner by Khaled Hosseini. And this book really, really opened my mind and really was an enjoyable experience because this man has an undeniable talent to write. Now, if you haven't read the book, let me give you a very quick summary. The Kite Runner is a novel set in Afghanistan, and it follows the life of a young boy named Amir. And Amir grows up in Kabul, and his best friend is from a community of people called Hazara. So this Hazara boy is named Hassan. Um, the author begins this chapter by explaining how wonderful was the life in Afghanistan before the occupation of the Soviet Union. And uh, it goes on to describe Amir's father as a very respected man in the community, as a man who is not only strong and powerful, but also kind and welcoming. And he is almost a figure of, of prominence and importance in their community. And uh, that is quite, quite important because as the author begins unraveling this story, several things come into being that were just so unexpected and so very descriptive, not only of the situation of Afghanistan, because of course we know that the situation is dire and at times chaotic and, and sad altogether. But really, it is a description of humanity because it doesn't matter where you live or where you were born, we all go through changes in our life We all do and take actions that perhaps we're not proud of. And we all experience guilt and redemption. And we all battle with 
the power of friendship and not having it and sickness and illness and change and falling in love and perhaps even learning a language. So this novel is so very powerful because as they are living in this wonderful Afghanistan, um, there, there's many symbols. One of the symbols is are the flying kites. This is called the Kite Runner. This is all about a kite tournament, a tournament that Amir and his best friend Hassan are dreaming so badly to experience and to compete in. And so the story is very much about this competition of kites, of this flying kites, which of course symbolizes freedom and this uh, joy in life. And suddenly, during the kite tournament, something horrible happens to Hassan. And from there on, the book changes pace into a very dark description of what happened. And I wanted to bring this little quote so that you are also involved in the story, sort of encompassed by the words of the author. And so he begins to describe not only what happens after the horrible event during the kite tournament, but how things begin to change in Afghanistan. So it goes something like this. It says, then the gunfire erupted, bursting through the calm of the morning like a hammer on a crystal vase. I saw a Russian tank for the first time, and I remember thinking it looked like some giant metal beetle crawling into our valley, into our lives. As it rumbled past our house, I heard Baba's window shatter, followed by a volley of stones clattering against the bricks outside my own window. I crawled under the bed and waited for the world to end. These words are so powerful and descriptive because it's basically the beginning of the end of the world for Amir and his father and of course Hassan who has to stay back. And so Amir and his father immigrate to the United States where they begin a new life. They had to run away from Afghanistan because of the invasion and all the horrible situations that were happening around them and this prosperous community sort of shatter right in front of us in terms of reading this description and so the book turns into the description of what happens with their life journey in this new country who learns the language who doesn't learn the language the struggles that they have to go through as they begin exploring this whole entire new world and how Amir's father at one moment gets ill and Amir has to take care of him but at the same time is falling in love with a woman and how the woman becomes to be uh, parts of their family and helps Amir take care of his father. And, and, and so we see all these aspects of humanity. We see the pain of having to leave a friend behind, the pain of seeing your father who was a very respected and powerful individual and strong man fall sick and change his behavior and his demeanor. 
and at the same time we see the main character fall in love and have children and begin a new life and so I have never cried so hard reading a book. <laughs> I literally cried from the very first few chapters when the horrible event happens to Hassan all the way until the very last pages. It's not a book of pain. It's not a book of, uh, uh, of, of humanity. It's not a book of beauty. It's, it's all of those things combined. Uh, and, and, and it's really a book about redemption. It's really a, a book about transformation. And even though these things did not happen to the author and these things didn't happen to me personally, uh, I feel like so connected to this story because we all go through these emotions of failure, of change, of being upset, of being lost, of feeling completely helpless in a situation. And uh, also the redemption <laughs> because when you see the characters sort of get to a happy place momentarily, y you think, okay, when am I going to be in my happy place? And, and so you feel redemption for them, but you also feel a little bit of magic for yourself. And so this is the story in a nutshell of the Kite Runner. I love it because the author is so very talented, as you were able to hear from my short quote. Uh, but I also love it because the author is a very interested, in, interesting person. The author himself was born in Afghanistan and, uh, and left uh, right around uh, the, the invasion of the Soviet Union. Now, this is not his story and the characters of the book are not really about his life. But there, of course, a lot of parallels with his life and having to move to a new country and having to learn a new language and adapting to the culture and meeting a woman of his own culture and marrying her and having children and, and becoming a doctor and you know so there's transformation in the author's life in a very parallel way as in the characters in the kite runner it's just a beautiful experience to read and he has other books uh, there is another book called A Thousand Splendid Sons and it's uh, it follows the story of two Afghan women and I haven't read that one because I'm not prepared emotionally <laughs> but I really want to uh, go ahead and read that maybe this year I'll read I'll read it and I'll give you an update <laughs> but um, yeah he has become not only a bestseller but also an influential man because he's you know, he's began some foundations and charities and he's done some work with with some international big organizations. And so uh, his life is really a testament to not only the power of words, but the power of action through words. <laughs> so um, that is the story of the Kite Runner. I really, really, really hope you enjoyed it as much as I did reading it. And thank you again for joining me this week with this episode. And of course, I will catch you in the episode next time. Don't forget to answer the survey questions that uh, we live, leave here if you're listening on Spotify. Uh, it helps me uh, to choose topics and to make decisions about courses and workshops and perhaps other material that we're going to publish later on this year. So thanks again, and I will catch you next time.
Si este episodio te hizo feliz, compártelo en tus redes por WhatsApp, por Instagram y asegúrate de seguirnos para no perderte nuestra próxima clase gratuita.